0: Hey y'all, welcome back to the Existential Wanderer Podcast. I am your host, Austin Jenkins, and with me today, I had a fun conversation with the one and only Kat Delmar, and she and I, we met through IG, our, our Instagram, and we talked about her time... In the uh, Seventh day Adventist church, and what that was like for her growing up. And, And we talk about a whole ton of other things. This was such a wonderful, wonderful conversation I had with her. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hello, hello.
1: So it's working.
0: Yeah, hopefully.
1: Okay. Can you hear me well like this or is it probably better with headphones? Oh,
0: headphones? Try headphones maybe. Yeah? Yes, I can.
1: Yeah. Okay, good, good, good.
0: Cool. And you can Glad hear it me worked. okay?
1: Oh yeah, I can hear you okay.
0: Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. Just hoping it doesn't cut out, because last time I did this, it cut out like four or five times, and so I ended up having to do an IG Live with someone.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it works. Yeah. Uh, fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, how are you?
1: Okay. It's been an interesting week now. A lot of things have been going Um that are kind of pertaining to, like, spiritual and stuff, so... But I feel like every day, there's some, like... I don't know when you start to look at the world lens you can see the sociology of religion kind of everywhere (laughs) so it's been pretty interesting well what about for yourself
0: i've been okay uh yeah just kind of been raging over video seeing videos of people saying the craziest shit on like just yeah <laughs> like and mo- and it's mostly conservatives
2: <laughs> oh you mean like simple polit-
0: <laughs> more like uh well that but more it's more like uh pastors saying just crazy ass shit
1: <laughs> oh you know I, it's always interesting to dialogue with people and like to see like kind of what their history is and what kind of like their attention nowadays like i don't know like what about your story? Like, what denomination did you grow up in? And like, I, I don't fully know. I don't fully know your story. Like, I have your poetry, but I don't know like the the story. So I want we'll to hear your to story p- too.
0: My story. Well, well, just the podcast is for me to ask you about your story. I know, so. <laughs> but you can have you have to I let will, me know about your story. I will. Like, I'll tell some of it. Yeah, I'll, cool, uh, cool. At some point, but it's cool. gonna be half. It's going to be after yours. All right, sounds like a plan. Or in between, I guess. Sure. Um, Anyway, I got to do my intro here.
2: Yeah.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Existential Wanderer podcast. I am your host, Austin Jenkins. And with me today is a friend of mine, another friend of mine through IG or Instagram for people who don't know what IG stands for, Uh, my friend, Kat Delmar. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, I'm glad to get you on here finally.
1: Yes. <laughs> Mind, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess before we start, uh, are, uh, with the, any uh, songs you've been jamming out to or anything good you've been reading lately?
1: Any songs that I've been jamming out to? Uh- mm-hmm the song it's an older song though by drake um uh girls uh love girls or whatever i think girls girls no girls want girls that and i don't know a little bit of actually a little (laughs) um yeah and i don't know like some random stuff like random like r&b from from europe england or whatever just a little bit of everything
2: nice
0: nice yeah dope dope all righty well uh i guess oh yeah uh you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself and then we'll get started
1: i'm i am in my early 30s i'm originally from florida parents are Jamaican. Uh, I work in the medical field. I'm actually a veteran. Um, And yeah, I have just been like, yeah, like almost like a little bit of a diary for the past couple of years, just like about like my experiences spiritually and um, leaving the Seventh Day Adventist traditions, I guess. But I'm really just like a tropical Florida. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> yeah, just happened to kind of a soft cult, I guess. And I'm just having to deal with that. And just, I'm just being a human. I'm just trying to figure out how to be a human being. That's really what I am.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Ah, seven Day Adventist. Um, uh, so you grew up in seven day at venice like what was that like
1: so my father he's really the one that held a lot of the traditions together like my mom converted pretty much i would say just to marry him but it's his side that like it kind of goes back a couple of generations so because my parents weren't very like one was kind of a little more devout than the other the upbringing in Seventh-day Adventism was kind of inconsistent. Like, my dad tried, but there was kind of just some pushback and not that much effort on my mom's side. Um, so he would try with us. And I feel like once I got a little bit older and, I don't know, religion is something that personal and that you might have to make, once you're a certain age, you kind of have to make your own to do it and maybe being religious is like how you be a good person that's how you person so i just noticed that like throughout the years i would come to the church then fall away from it come to the church that i finally left all together but um so i would say like my dad was raised a lot more strictly than i was Mm -hmm. and Anyways, I'm very grateful that he wasn't. At first, when I was a kid, I was kind of sad. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to church by ourselves. We're not going to church that much. We're not doing all these prayers that, like, your friends do, like my dad's friends. Like, we're not doing all the prayers that your friends do. But in a way, I'm kind of glad that he wasn't more strict because maybe have to leave. So, yeah, that's like growing up with someone that obviously he was raised very strictly Adventist. Like, his. I mean, his, from some of the stories that I've heard, like his mom was really strict and his dad was decent as well. Um, but luckily I didn't have that experience, but definitely come from
0: age. Hmm. Wow. Can you give us a little background of what Seven day Adventist is? I mean, I've heard of it and I've heard some things about it, but I don't really know a ton about Seven day like what they believe.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, I remember when, I remember when I was younger, what Seventh-day Adventism was. Now, you know, 20, 30 years later, people are like, oh yeah, at least I've heard of it. But essentially, it's just another Protestant denomination. But what sets them apart is that on what they call the Sabbath, so they worship on Saturday, and that's Friday night until Saturday night. And uh, follow a lot of like the Leviticus dietary laws, like they don't eat shellfish, don't eat pork. Um, what else? They're conservative in terms of their dress and like their diet. Like, I remember growing up, like, coffee was sin to drink,
2: yeah. And, like, Same you, Mormons. Eat, you know
1: what, and because it's so you know, it affects your brain. Um, so I'll, on earrings, like, most people didn't have their ears pierced, tattoos, no, no, like, there were a lot. More conservative for sure, but also kind of a, a pretty diverse denomination because they are in the Caribbean, they're in this, in the south, they're in the north, like they're all over the world. So, it's diverse and oftentimes politically leans a little more left. I've noticed at least in the circles that I've been in, um, but they still got the purity culture, and they're yeah, it's just so it's a lot of control. They're controlling.
2: Mm-hmm and right. i
1: didn't I didn't realize that when i was i mean I knew that as a kid, but the older I got, I was like, yeah, they're literally like telling you what you can, and whether or not you can pierce yourself, and it's just I can't even believe I ever felt shame for such a simple thing as getting my ears pierced like it's it's crazy to think that I was ever in that position, but I was
0: well I mean yeah, that's kind of like the uh what's the word it's you know it's like indoctrination, you know, one hundred percent when you're told something it's like, it's kind of instilled in you and it's kind of hard to get out of like, or it's kind of hard to unlearn that stuff. Uh, for like sure. for me, for instance, like I have like for, um, like when I was, I think it was either before I left, uh, the evangelical church or it was either before I left or after I left. Um, and I was trying to expand my writing, my poetry, and try to write more sensual uh, uh, pieces. Okay, come uh, through. Would, okay, and, uh, <laughs> okay. I would. Uh, <laughs> I would feel like this. Like I don't know if I should be writing this. Like this type, you know, because like the whole, you know, purity culture. Because purity culture does like damage to both men and women, and just people.
1: Wow, that is that that hit different when you mentioned that because the sensual part is was so damaged, the sexual part, the physical part, all so damaged. And even though I don't logically believe in those tenants anymore, like anymore, they still have lasting effects that I'm at 33 still working through. Mm
2: -hmm. Like
1: I've noticed like you gravitated towards like more sensual, central poetry because you poetry. I like to write too. Not, a little, I, I dabble with poetry, but more so like right now. And actually it's funny that we're having another podcast conversation because I'm like, I really need to work on this memoir because it is an important story. How about my broken sexuality in that memoir. And I mean, even I'm thinking like, like I, I like the pole dance. And that would be something that what? I would have, never, I, yeah. What? That's, I think is a very spiritually and and sexually and healing and physically um demanding exercise. like It's 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 a holistic exercise, but they they heard they it's like demonize different. it. They it's amazing. It's great for your body all over, and it's good for your spirit. But they demonize sen- like owning your sensuality and owning your sexuality. Because they know how powerful it is when someone is embodied. And they don't want us to be embodied. <laughs> so right. they don't want you to be able to write your your essential poetry where you're expressing yourself and you're growing and thriving. They don't want that. Because then no. you won't go to their church.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They, they really, they did a number on me. I, I was an anorexic when I was 14 years old. Because of this. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean... I was five two and three pounds at my lowest because they teach you to hate your body,
0: right, right. Did they ever like body shame like did you ever like get me, like like when you were, when you were in the uh seven day Adventist, Venice that were you ever like exposed to like body shaming or like people telling you you had to lose weight or something?
1: Well, I mean. When I was told to lose weight, it was more in my family. Oh. Um, as far as, it was more the subtle things. Like I remember it never being as on the note. But, oh. like, they would eat. They would tell oh. you that, like, you... there was one time when I was in college, a man told me that my dreadlocks were, like, not nice. Would a man want a girl with dreadlocks? Um, oh my if you God. were yeah the girls love my dreadlocks, but this little he <laughs> apparently, apparently thought <laughs> it was fit to, fit to uh, as a right. as a christian as a good adventist man you know, helping his his sister out um but yeah like it was more the subtle just letting you know that like you're wretched and what do you think's gonna happen to somebody if they're told from their young like and that they can't say them um, worthless and, and wretched. It has such far reaching effects that I don't think we can even understand. Like, what well, that does to a person.
0: It's very, yeah, it's very, uh, it's, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's very psychological. It's almost like yeah. psychological in a way. Um, Torture. Which, yeah, and yeah, mental torture in a in a sense, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's very. Uh, uh, I mean, we we both know it's controlling. Uh, it's yeah, and uh, and but most and like what I recently or not even recently it was like maybe a couple of years ago uh, when I was when I was deconstructing, I was kind of like thinking I was like, well, why like why do they teach this stuff and it's like well maybe and then i was like well maybe because like they were taught that and yes like like for instance like my my uh trigger warning uh my biological my my biological mom was abusive and physically abusive and so and the only reason why she was abusive towards me was because she was abused uh from her own parents and so it's like it's a generational thing. And so when something is like passed down, I mean, of course it's gonna, it's a repeated cycle. What? And Very much, it's very much the same. Yeah, it's very much the same thing with religious trauma or religious indoctrination. Once they're taught something, then it kind of cycles.
1: I felt that, cause I wonder sometimes like, <laughs> and again, I stuff, but religious trauma Often goes hand in hand. And trauma. I don't think they're It's very easy to to break those two apart. Like they usually are. They're they're hand in hand. And I always wonder why my dad was so emotional. emotionally distant because I was a lot more emotionally aware, even at a younger age. Also, someone that had has had the privilege of thinking for myself more you know there was a time where like us having a conversation like this could get us killed it's still on the books in like jamaica like like the indigenous practices like the indigenous um spiritual practices are illegal and punishable by death that's still in the books
0: wow oh
1: so, even though it's but like imagine the fear that people had of like being different make you small and make you um emotionally with where because even when I was was an Adventist when I was raised that way by by parents repressed and sexually repressed spiritually repressed I didn't even know what what my body was things happened to me that should not have happened I was not even really conscious of like my agency as that was not instilled in me because the way they practiced Christianity in the West, at least in my was a way to just hollow you out so that you could be controlled. It wasn't so that you could be introspective and inspired and critically thinking and analyzing things. It was just to make you like this broken vessel that they can use. They just make you spiritual slaves. Okay. That's what it is. Like,
0: pretty much yeah
1: yeah much
0: zombies that's what a zombie is right hollowed out yeah yeah just yeah huh yeah just it's really interesting and plus i mean it's like with. i mean uh i obviously didn't have i didn't go to the same denomination as you did obviously evangelical right um uh and a little bit of my upbringing was uh it wasn't so much my mom my biological mom but it was more so like i had a like a daycare provider who i would go to to and she was like indoctrinating me with all this like these videos what she, she would use videos yeah she used uh there was uh the left behind series
1: oh god don't
2: girl (laughs)
1: what everybody what the left behind don't get started on that i
2: uh
1: that was oh my gosh that that was trauma on trauma on trauma (laughs) left behind that i got i got indoctrinated off that for a little bit
0: yeah yeah yeah. currently
1: my 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 sister i saw her recently reading those books but the but the adult version i was reading the children like the the teen version mm. that thing's sick <laughs> yeah sickness imagine i'm afraid to go to hell not anymore but I, I then of course i would be the mind you're just soaking it up so so how old were you when you were at this daycare and 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 she was giving you these books
0: Oh, there weren't books. There were movies. Like the movies. Oh, the movies. Oh. I saw the movies. This, like, I, th- I think I must have been, probably in second grade. Either like. First okay. Or second yeah. Yeah, grade.
1: yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure,
0: sure. So what?
1: this is crazy.
0: Yeah. It it happened. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! And for how long? And what happened? Like what happened?
0: Oh, uh, was that? And then there was like several other movies she showed me. There was one. Uh. oh, What was it? Uh. Uh, there was one called Escape from Hell, which uh, if you can imagine the time, yeah. Bruh. Yeah. What? Yeah, like, oh, it, and, that, and that one was like a, about a doctor who, like, basically, like, apparently in the movie, the guy, like, uh, the the doctor's father, like, dies, and then okay. he has to put himself under to see if the eternity is real, like, that type of thing. It's just, it's sick. He has to, put himself, he
1: has to put himself under anesthesia? Uh,
0: Like, he, like, basically like, puts in, like, dies. <laughs> just okay, like,
1: okay, no, no, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. this was was with, this was without your mom's consent. Like, your mom did not agree for this to happen, this indoctrination, during daycare
0: hours? I don't remember if I even said anything to her about it. I just oh, remember my. I was traumatized out of my mind about like right from it. Does she know about this? Uh... I don't think so. I just I, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't really remember if I ever told her. To be honest,
1: how much do you um do you, uh do you speak with both of your parents? Do you have a relationship with both of your parents?
0: Not with my biological mom, but with my dad. I have, like my dad and my stepmom. I do, or my my mom. I call her my mom. I don't like calling her my stepmom. School. But uh, your yeah.
1: biological mom was the one who was abusing you. Yeah, and that was from what from when did you get taken
0: away from her? Oh gosh, it's so long ago. I don't even oh, remember. I like you was young. I was young. I was like young. Wow, so how much do
1: your parents know about your like deconstruction?
0: Oh, uh <laughs> they they know a, a bit, like a like little bits and pieces of it. And um and it was kind of funny cuz like I was talking with my mama recently yeah uh about about like how like uh just with everything that's happening right now in this country oh yes and um and and they and they know about like the church i went to and everything like and they it's uh at one point i remember her telling me she said um uh, you uh she was like uh yeah like you you kind of had we kind of had to let you like like and because I started like learning about like or seeing or observing like how like they don't have women preachers, yeah, okay. There's, there was like subtle racism mm-hmm. and things like that, and and that was like stuff I noticed, and it was just like because I got tokenized twice. Um, you
1: get tokenized? And what do you mean? Where and, and what happened?
0: It was by a pastor, a fellow pastor.
1: So how did he tokenize mm-hmm. you? How 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 did this function in the church?
0: Well, it was uh, it was two times. The first time was 2017. Uh, it was for a uh, this book club thing uh, the pastor was having, one of the pastors was doing, and um, the book they were reading was "Let Justice Roll Down" by John M. Perkins. okay and um, <laughs> so he sends me an email, basically, like asking me. For my like experience as a as an African American as, as, <laughs> as yeah. a person, yeah, as a person of color, and so you had to and speak in front of the church. No, no, this was like a like a after like this was like a it was like a book club thing. It wasn't a church thing. So, but it was at the church. Right, right. So, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna be the only white uh, black person speaking. <laughs> Because he was trying,
1: people. was he trying to get you to like co sign the messages from like a black perspective?
0: More like share my experience. Yeah, something like that as a black person, a
1: bl- <laughs> like a black evangelical.
0: Yeah, or a black, just being a black person.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> like the way you're saying this, it's just like you're reminding me, like you were tokenized. That's just a great word that you used because that's how I feel about my some of my family members. Like, I remember I talked about this in the video um, on my YouTube channel uh, because I just had to get it out of my system because I was so disturbed after all this time. I have not been to church in in like several years now, but I had to go for uh, um, my cousin's baby shower. And like my, my aunt works at that church and there are many people of color there, but I feel like she's been being used as a pawn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like her black body is being used to spread hate against people that are like her, and that hate permeates. Like I remember, like yeah, during that service, because I wouldn't, re- I only went there to because I love my family and I want to support my family, but I was spiritually abused in that in that service, that baby dedication, and it's like when I wouldn't repeat what the pastor said, because I don't, I'm not a Christian anymore. I don't practice that. I'm there to pay my respects, but like, because I wouldn't re- repeat what the pastor said, my aunt hit me. Ooh. And I was like, I'm thir- at my big age, like I'm being hit by someone. These messages create black on black crime. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Wow. I know
1: that's on, like on a micro scale, like, on, you know, in, in the smallest scale, but like, What do you think is going to happen? Why do you think partially our community suffers so much? Is that we're inherently evil and that we need to fit into some. Literally, the pastor said that, hey, I have people from the Caribbean and South America, in my congregation. They have to leave their old evil ways so they can get right with God. He literally said that during that sermon. What do you think is going to happen? You know why do you think we're hurting each other? We're being told that we are inherently just subhuman right. and and just evil. That's what we're being told. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, these messages are like they're being used a lot. A lot of the people of color in these congregations are being used as pawns, and it's sad because they're they're not even aware of it. And even when I've called it to their attention it falls on deaf ears. So I just have to keep myself emotionally safe and spiritually safe. So that won't be happening again. I won't be going to that church ever again. And I'm very hesitant to go to any other one for a function. Like it's gonna have to be taken on a case by case basis. Cause if I hear a message like that again, I am walking out.
0: I wouldn't blame you either. Cause good Lord, that sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. It was homophobic. It It was terrible
0: yeah like oh yeah and then the second time so the first time
1: the second time you were tokenized yes
0: the second time was actually the last time I was in church and that was 20 so the first time was 2017 the second time was 2019 so this was like the
1: recently kind of recent
0: Yeah, coming up on four years uh, it'll be four years for me that I've been out yeah. Okay, uh, so, okay.
1: I was going to, I was wondering, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Cause I wrote it down. It was, Jul, it was July 16th. I I left.
1: Uh, how, well, okay. Okay. We'll get back to that. How you, how you remember the actual date. Oh, I,
0: I wrote, wrote it thought. down.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Tell me about the tokening, the, the, the tokenization. And I got to hear about this July 16th.
0: Oh, well no, July 16th was like, just like the day where like, I was like, I'm, I'm not going back to church. Like I wrote it down and everything. Anyway, Did something
1: happen that day in particular?
0: I think it might have been after. Like it was probably like a few weeks after I had left, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: maybe I'm thinking. But um, I just was like, I'm not going. Like going to church at the moment. That's really what I was saying. Um, and this was
1: this was before the, this last tokenization event. This was after, I
0: believe. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so the second time, um, I was, well, first I have to kind of go back cause there's a, a little story in here. So the first, uh, the, the story is where I was at, uh, I was at, <laughs> I was at church and this, the same pastor that tokenized me the first time, okay. uh, was preaching a message on uh, I think it was like from Romans 13, talking about how like you know submitting to government authorities, government or p- to people in authority, um, something like that. And uh, he kind of correlated that mm. with, to like law enforcement, like like to today, like today to, di- to like um, yeah, he kind of like made this like correlation between how how like people who are like in positions of authority are, you know, chosen by God or uh, that, that type of thing.
2: Uh-oh. Because that's Oh, more- okay. Uh-oh. Was,
1: oh, was this... A- and this was right before... Well, this was, I guess, the year before everything happened. Corona and George yes. Floyd and all that.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Wow. hmm
1: And how yes. did you feel about that? What the heck did you... What did you say? Like, you were supposed to speak up and say that we're supposed to submit to authority?
0: I was sitting in the uh the, one of the balcony seats cuz the the church is like is a, there's a a floor there's like like there's two levels there's the floor and then there's like balcony and I was sitting sure. in one of the balcony sections and yeah. I'm hearing this guy say this and I just I was like well and of course like during this time there was a lot of or the past few years there was a lot of like black men and women being murdered by police and i was kind of like so and like i was saying to myself i was like well wait what about the police officers that are murdering black people like every Mm -hmm. day are they are they servants of god too like are they Mm -hmm. god's chosen people too so it kind of made me the it kind of turned yeah it just made me feel really just uncomfortable inside and then after the message was over i went down and i kind of like talked with him but the conversation ended up being this whole like not all cops (laughs) oh gosh wow
1: because you you you, because you expressed your concern right like you were like hey i didn't agree with your message or like
0: i was more like yeah i was i was a little bit more i mean i was a little bit more softer about it wasn't aggressive sure but i was uh definitely trying to like be like, hey, like, I kind of see what you're getting at, but I'm also a bit like concerned that you just said this and mm-hmm. and what I'm seeing over here out like in the news and whatnot, like yes. I don't know about that. So then, yeah, but it ended up turning into like this, um, like not all cops type All life, thing life, like, cool crap. and then um yeah and it was just and then we prayed and then that was it but then I, I still felt like really uneasy about it even after like after that and so yeah, yeah. then uh, I think this it was after that conversation and I was and this is when I also was uh starting to deconstruct I was um, sure. reading uh because about like twenty seventeen, I was uh, like kind of questioning my thing, like questioning things, and oh, um, then okay, yeah, I was kind of like just really like having doubts and having questions about a lot of stuff, and kind of digging back into my past and how I, uh, how I uh, was indoctrinated and things like that, right? And because uh, I mean, let's be real, I was indoctrinated uh, out of uh, out of a place of fear rather than a place of love and so I think honestly if that was switched if that was switched instead of like if it was from a place of love rather than fear I think I probably would still be a Christian
1: wow interesting so because the person that the daycare owner or the daycare worker because they were um, like showing you images that were very scary and they were scared of hell that's so that's more so why you're probably not a Christian anymore like if it would have been more love and light stuff then maybe you still would be a Christian is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah I'd probably yeah Interesting I, would, I think I probably would still honestly like I think I still would be I would be a Christian I mean I, I don't know if evangelicalism might have been the the, the choice Sure. But um it definitely I definitely probably I probably would like have uh at least like tried to be a progressive christian. But sure. um which that book the book I was reading about uh, uh, Searching for Sunday by Rachel Held Evans yes. that was the book I was reading when I was uh deconstructing and everything. And um and yeah, so anyway, I Go to this pastor. This was, uh, and this was uh, the, uh, the thing the second time he tokenized me. Uh, yes, he, yes. he uh, said to me, or I told him, I am leaving. And I told him the reason why was because I, I told him I don't belong here. Because, I mean, race did play a, a factor into it. There were yes. no black people at that church. I was going <laughs> to say, yeah. Like, okay. like, there was no one like me there. It was almost like the uh, the movie Get Out. It was almost like that. It was you basically... were in the sunken place. We were yeah. We were in the second yeah. place. For real, yeah.
2: I
1: always say that.
0: Yeah, it was it was exactly like that. It was like it, It's so strange to like look back on it because it was like I remember. Uh, so I go and uh, tell him I feel like I don't belong, and that uh, I feel like this church isn't changing racially because there was like no uh, change at all from where i was sitting sure and um then he goes over front to his desk he pulls out the stack of papers uh and throws it on the glass table in front of me and it's a bunch of people's uh testimonies about why they're getting baptized or why they're that type of thing Uh, but um but these people the pictures were uh people who are marginalized minorities (laughs) like me people like me so
1: yeah why 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 did he um uh give you essentially you were telling him hey this is not for me anymore i want to leave the church is what you were saying
0: Mm -hmm. yep
1: and because you felt like you had to tell him right you had i guess a close enough relationship with him yeah and so when he when he gave you that pushback as opposed to like sitting with you and holding space for you when he just through those testimonies of people of color, you know, onto the table, like, what did you do?
0: I honestly, my, I just wow. like, I, I felt a mixture of rage and just, but also like, I almost felt like I was in like this, uh, like, just like, I don't know. Like, I can't explain it, but the, cause I remember like in the moment I, I felt, I just felt a lot of anger really. Sure. And it was more anger, but also like I felt like I was like disassociating in a way. <laughs> Definitely. Like it was like it was such a weird mixture of emotions. Uh and it was just yeah, it was just a really it was just a strange uh space to the uh, a strange headspace for me to be in. Cause I I was I was also nervous too because I didn't know like what to think with what was gonna happen, and so or like I didn't know what to like do like in the moment after that happened. I just kind of like looked at him and I was just like, and I just didn't know what to say or do. Wow, Um, frozen. Yeah, just kind of like yeah, it's kind of like the whole uh, yeah, it's just kind of like there, you know, and then and uh, yeah. It was just, I don't really know how to explain it, but it was just like, I was like, it it was almost like I wasn't even there, just kind of like stoic in a way, but also feeling multiple things at the same time.
1: Of course. Yeah. And and what did you, did you say something?
0: Uh, No, I don't think I did. I think I just, all I said was like, I just feel like I don't belong here. Like, even after that, that thing that he did, where he took the- testimonies and put them on the table in front of me Um, you were
1: already convinced that you were gonna like nothing was really gonna at that yeah
0: yeah it was like i'm already like my my mind was basically like i was already out the door in my mind i just had to get myself to leave (laughs)
1: sure (laughs) sure yeah wow it sounds like you were like very involved but i mean up up until the ally 2019 which is Uh, yeah I mean, four years is still substantial, but like...
0: It was eight years. uh, From, twenty. I think it was like 2012, 2013, up until, uh, yeah, until 2019. That's Uh, when you got really involved. That's when you were very involved. I was really involved when I was on the worship team. And that was 2015, 2016, I think. Yes. Uh, I mean... I'm not saying that was for a whole year. They had us, like, rotate. So um, they had us, like, rotate different people. Yes. And um, there was, like, maybe a few times I was able to lead worship, and I loved it. Like, I loved doing that. Like, or help lead with worship. I was, like, one of the leading, like, the backing vocalists. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was wonderful. But then the, this was the crack. This is what yes. kind of, I think, started everything was um, I remember I wasn't able to uh, attend a few of the um, rehearsals. And I remember telling them that I couldn't do it. There would be times I wouldn't be able to because of, I have work on yeah. some Sundays or every other Sunday or whatever. Sure. And they were like, okay, well, we'll work around that. We'll like do what we can. And I was like, cool. And then that, then the few times I wasn't able to do it, They, I remember, like for months, nobody said anything to me. Okay. And then one day, I got to talk with the guy that I was leading. That was, I was leading worship with. I'm like, "Hey, I haven't been on the uh, rotation schedule. What's going on?" And basically, what he told me was that someone from the church told him that basically, or the director of the, uh, uh, had basically. I told the guy that I was leading worship with uh, that I was that I lacked singing harmonies which I did but I oh my
1: God
0: I don't think that's the entire reason
1: <laughs> and what do you, what do you think is another part of the reason why
0: you want you want to take a guess <laughs> um, uh, because uh, was it because you're black? That was my assumption. Really? But I didn't I what? didn't uh yeah, like jo- I was like kind of half joking with him about it though. I wasn't like I was like, I hope it's not because I'm black. <laughs> you know, like something like that, you know? But it's every kinda, joke like,
1: comes from every joke comes from some truth. Some
0: truth, yeah. And uh, I mean he said that he's like, Well, I hope that's not a thing. Like and like that's what he was like saying to me. Uh and I was like, what? Okay, well that's like I hope not too. But I've always kind of assumed that maybe that was like a part of it.
1: Did you feel like you were getting treated differently because you were black? Uh, you said you were the only one.
0: Yeah, like I mean there was there was like maybe like two, three other black people in that church. Like and the that and the, at the time that I was there, there was like I remember there was a black couple and then there was one other person that was a black person. And then they all left and then there was just me so
1: yeah and why did you do you mind if I ask like what maybe area of the country you're in
0: oh I I live in I live in uh the east coast I live in Virginia
1: okay oh love that area love the DMV area and
2: and why (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Oh I love that area so much because I have family out there. I literally my, my one of my best friends is there right now at a wedding. I'm so jealous because DC loves me and I love DC. Um but why did why was the church that you were at like why was it so not diverse and how did you end up at that church to begin with?
0: Well uh well I think it's because of the area mostly is why it's not as diverse um uh and sorry what was the other question
1: um how like why did you choose that church in particular how did did you end up there
0: oh because i i know i have a friend who uh who who's uh they would attend they attended that church and they invited me to that church like a high school friend yeah someone like i met through high school and this person was like homeschooled and they were going to that church for like most of their life and so that's how we met was through high school and then that's yeah that's how that whole thing got started so yeah
1: oh so so it was the daycare person and then your that high was friend. that was
0: like years like years ago and then yeah and then a friend of mine from high school who talk, who took me to this church so your parents weren't your parents weren't really very religious then. Uh, no, no. My parents, um, they we did uh, go to church for a while. We went to a, a progressive church uh, for mm-hmm. for a minute, and then we just kind of stopped going there. Just yes. yeah, and um, and it's changed a lot ever since the last time, like we even went there. Now it's like this. It's like white centered. <laughs> so
1: very interesting. You must maybe you're. You're not you must not be that close to the DMV because I feel like the DMV is very diverse. Lots of black people. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe there it is more segregated than I thought. Because when whenever I'm there, it seems very, very much like a melting pot. But I'm sure there are there are you know what my friend always says that the most segregated day in the week is Sunday. Like, you know, so hmm he always says that and he's he's right i noticed in the adventist church is a little bit different but when i was in college literally there were three churches that were adventist in in that area there was this and they they called it like this there was the spanish church there was the white church and there was the black church i had visited all three but i spent more time probably at the black church now but i i was not by, by that time i was already falling away like that was that was i was. i tried for a bit but i, I screwed up but literally like it's very segregated you i could see a person could end up in, in an area or at a church that was for whatever reason that was not diverse and then like you're hearing this message that's not really affirming you um so it's like, yeah, like you said, you don't belong there. And I'm not saying that that black people can't be Christians. I don't even think I'm saying that. Not yet, at least. You know, I'm holding out. But I don't. I, I don't know why it's so abnormal and so far fetched for people of color to to hear when I say, like, yeah, I'm not a Christian anymore. I want to like practice like indigenous African, like Caribbean, you know, Native American, like I wanna practice indigenous religion. I don't want to, why should I be practicing a religion that has nothing to do with my ancestry? Or like, like, I'm from West Africa. I'm not from like East Africa or something like that. Like I'm, the majority of my ancestry is from there. Why is it so weird that I wanna be somewhere that affirms like who I am as a person of African descent? Like, that's not weird but they're brainwashed into thinking that it's weird.
0: Oh yeah. Cause I mean, you know, cause it's a, uh, what's the uh, term for it? It's a, uh, oh gosh. Um, is it uh, Christian, Christian supremacy or something oh, like that? Oh yeah.
1: Christian nationalism, Christian supremacy. Christian, right, Christian
0: he- hegemony, I think it's called he- Christian,
1: Christian hegemony. Uh, yeah. Hegemony. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is, that's yeah.
0: what it is. Yeah. And I can it's, never, it's I can never pronounce that word right.
1: <laughs> yeah, hegemony. Yeah. yeah, hegemony. I'm sure that there's probably more than one way to pronounce. It, I'm sure. Yeah. Like most words, for sure. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a thing, and it's internalized. It's like internalized racism, except yeah. with religion.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's uh, uh, what's it called? Um, oh gosh, there's a one guy I listened to on uh, on TikTok. Uh, TikTok. Uh, Instagram. He uh, he talks about there was, there was actually a video he did with um i think it was uh was it a beyonce video it was a beyonce video but it was this and then there was this uh this woman this uh uh past uh, i think she was a pastor's wife but Mm -hmm. uh she was and this woman's black and she was saying how like uh oh gosh what was it how like um uh how demonic Beyonce's concerts oh my gosh, are. I think I saw that. And how, like, uh, she's like, are you a part of that beehive? And all that. I like, saw yeah. that briefly. Yeah. Yeah,
1: she called. I don't know if it was a gospel singer, I think, that called her out or, like, some kind of other pastor called her out. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't know the woman's name or anything like that, but she was, like, referring to how, like, uh, how Beyonce's concerts are, like, basically... Like an initiation or something like that. Okay, I'm like, wow, this is wild.
1: (laughs) This is far fetched. What the flip? And it's like, like, wow.
0: I mean, that's like saying like like that's like conservative Christians like saying that like the vaccine was the mark of the beast.
2: (laughs) Is that okay? It's
1: just like it's it's giving like not educated, you know, like it's giving sheep mentality and like the thing is these people like they have platforms and like right i've been trying to explain to my to my husband he's not from here um like how much these people want to have a white christian theocracy mm-hmm. like he thinks that i'm obsessed with this stuff he's like you're always talking about religion do you think you talk about religion more now than you did when you were seventh day adventist i'm like you gotta get you gotta get this honey I talk about the socio the sociology of religion and how religion functions in a society. And I talk about my experiences with religious trauma, you know, specifically what happened with me when I was a Seventh-day Adventist. And my story is not even that bad. Like, I mean, I struggled in 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 many ways. I did, but as far as like the the indoctrination religiously, I already had the cultural and the racial sh- shit and all that. I mean, that's plenty to give you trauma, but like my mm-hmm. religious piece is, is bad, but I know people that are way worse.
2: Right. You know?
1: yeah. So he doesn't believe me when I say that, Like they're trying to make us a theocracy. Like there these people are unhinged. Like I, even, um, at, at my clinic, we have put up a pride flag and within the week, a lady came in pretending to sell us. Well, she was selling strawberries, chocolate covered strawberries, but she was trying to sneak in about how she was a missionary. And she was, she had this baking company in order to fund her mission trips and trying to talk to us about that. And we were all silent because none of us were Christians. Not that there'd be a problem if We were, but like we just happened. We weren't. And, and plus I don't want anyone of any religion coming into my place of business, trying to talk to him about their religion. I don't care what their religion is. And, in that week someone also they pooped in right in front of the clinic and then um some and left just left a turd right there no and way then, yes way in one week all this happened and then someone else left like some stupid like poorly written um Christian nationalist r- far right propaganda like right behind the pride flag it was talking about how i don't know how there are aliens and hybrids and lizard people and that Gender, gender, and sexual minorities are bad. This all this is a rant, a complete incoherent rant.
2: Yeah. And I'm
1: like, these people aren't normal. But 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 my but my like I said, my husband's like, well, why are you talking about all these all these things? I'm like, because they these people are nuts, and someone has to speak out about it. People have to speak out about this that religious indoctrination does cause drama, and it's harming all of us. This is real.
0: It's so real. It's very real.
1: It's very. It's not in my head. Like it's not in our heads. And, and thank goodness for IG that like we can dialogue with people. Like I, I'm loving hearing your story and like seeing seeing the poetry, seeing people's posts, and just like realizing that we're not alone. Like it's not just you that was like, hey, you know, mid like circa 2015, 2017, you were like, Bruh, I have got to get out of here. This is not working for me. It, it you know really for me it was it was also the the shootings of the unarmed black men, and mm-hmm. and the unarmed people in general, and I was like, yeah, this this ain't it. There's no way that we could be worshiping the same God. There's no way if y'all are doing this this bull crap. And so that was kind of like when, like I would say like 2015, where like the stuff started to shift. And but I didn't really talk to my parents. Like like they could see here and there that like things were changing. Like you know, there's jewel like crystal jewelry here or like incense here or like, you know, a like a mini altar here. And so they started to notice, but like it wasn't until when January 6th happened, I said that that's it. I mean that was I already I I already was a witch by that point. But like when that happened, I said, you know what you guys, this is obviously these aren't people that love this country if you can look at what happened and say that that these people love this country you're sick um because they were harming many they were harming politicians they were harming police officers who they claim to um be allies with right like, are you like you guys are sick at this point this is delusional you guys okay just in case you didn't realize it already um i'm a sea witch and i practice sea magic and I'm a spiritualist, okay. So, and I said that to my mom. I said it to my dad. I said it to my sister, who's still a very devout Christian. And I said it to my aunt, who is a Trump, an avid Trump supporter, a, a raging evangelical. Um, I said <sighs> it to all of them. I made sure to say it to her because I said, you know what? If you think this is okay, I. And I said to my, I said to my sister, I said, either you love me this way, or. You love me as a, as, as, a, as a witch, as a spiritualist, or you can mourn me as a Christian. P- take your, p- pick which one you want. Because I'd rather die than be forced to be, practice a religion that's, that was making me sick. I'd rather die. And I, I don't know if that's extreme to say, but at this point, like I'm never going back to being made to feel like I have to apologize for who I am. And she said, I still love you. Like, I love you there's nothing that will change that and like we have a good relationship like we have a good relationship but i have to put limits and boundaries on people like ian that's a ramble but the 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 aunt that hit me at that church that i went to for that baby dedication she called me today because i hadn't talked to her in a while and you know she's saying you know you have to read your bible read isaiah this or psalms that or you know, plead the blood of Jesus on you, and and I have kind of hinted to her like, hey, like I don't really do that, blah, blah, blah. But at this point, I, I I had time today, so I was like, yo, um, uh, I appreciate like the sincere prayers that you're giving for me, like I really do, because I know it's coming from a good place. But just to make it clear, I'm not a Christian anymore. I don't follow Jesus Christ. Um, that's not my religion. That's not my spirituality. That's fine if it's yours. And I'll take all the positive energy and prayers that I can get. But also, she's like, but you need to read this book. I'm like, but how would you feel if I told you that you need to read this book for my spirituality? You wouldn't like it. And then she was like, well, you know, everyone has their own beliefs. I said, yeah, they do.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you have to understand that, like, the reason I'm not saying I've never really had a problem with the Jesus of the Bible. Because think about it jesus is the perfect homie lover friend parent um uh, brother i mean he i mean he he turned water into wine in, in in the in the stories you know in these this archetype of you know the person that's there for you in every stage of your life that's what he is okay there's nothing wrong with that but he's an archetype he's a deity just like other religions have deities But I can see that for some people that deity speaks to them and that's fine. But that's not the experience of everyone. And the way that they have used maybe the teachings of this man that may or may not may or may not have existed. The way that they use his teachings to abuse others and to um, justify slavery, justify homophobia, justify all these things. It's sickening. And if Jesus really does exist, she'll understand why I wouldn't want to have anything to do with the people that claim to follow him and he'll understand exactly why i have no reason to open this bible that you know has been translated so many times and so many things have been taken out of it and that i mean like like god is god or creator or whatever i know everyone has their beliefs but is bigger than anything that a person could even pretend to imagine so miss me with telling me that your way is the only way because you you obviously haven't. I know if you're thinking that you haven't thought about this enough. Yeah, you definitely haven't thought about it more than I have.
0: It's like it's just I just find like God to be way, and that's why I like I identify not as just an, not as just as an agnostic. But I was going to ask I was as gonna a pantheist. Ask. It's like, I'm the same way. It's just like I like God is so much bigger. Like I saw a post yesterday on a I think it was yeah, it was on IG and it was like a and it was like someone cuz i have two accounts and so oh um, i know it's just it's the same thing it's poetry and all that so yeah. Um, but yeah with my second account apparently there's like someone that i followed on there and then i see this like religious post and it's like jesus he is our savior and i'm just like oh god so i like unfollowed
1: him. <laughs> oh my gosh i did too <laughs> Bruh. I, I i and and um i saw a post with this guy like who i think originally he was a deconstructionist Because otherwise I'm like, why was I following him? But I think he was. But now he's maybe since gone back to the church and like, um, how can I say this? It just, it just seems so like obsessive, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, like it seems so like, oh, I really got to repent and I got to be surrounded by these, these, these people that don't even, that don't look like me to be validated. That's, that's what the vibe was giving me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm probably gonna unfollow this because if I see a lot of this stuff, it's gonna be triggering for me because I'm like, damn, he's back in the sunken place.
0: Right. It's just like, it's like, why would you deconstruct and then, I mean, and I get some, I mean, I, I have I some those friends journey's different. Who, I mean, I've got like friends who like have reconstructed and stuff like that and, they've, and they still have their uh beliefs and they still go the same church that I don't go to, but at least yes. they they know where I'm coming from. Yeah, and they know where I, they know where I stand, and they they have they know that not to like try and convert me or anything like that. Right. So, so they like, the ones that have reconstructed
1: like they, they were all the way at, at atheist and they went back to Christian.
0: No, no, they just they deconstructed like I guess like the, a lot of the toxic theology and a lot of the the, the crap that was yes. taught, and then. They they really want to like try and like follow Jesus, and right. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, Christ follower, cool, yes, that's awesome, like, sweet, because like, they don't hold like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't hold all the same beliefs like the rest of the people who are evangelical do. Of <laughs> course I mean, not.
1: Of course not.
0: Some people Evangelicals go. Evangelicals hate them too, too. So, yeah, I mean, some of them uh, go to go to that same church because they got family there and I'm just like, okay, well, that's understandable, but it's like, yeah, but they, like, yeah, as I've always, I was like, yo, like, I, and it was, yeah, it was May of 2022. I decided to stop being a Christian and be agnostic. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Oh, it took, it took a minute to get there, but yes, because I was so terrified. I was like, because I've been, I was like, yo, I've been a Christian for eight damn years. I don't know if I want to not call myself a christian now right and right. um i don't know just one day and and it was and i think it was yeah around the um around that's uh it was and it was after seeing january sixth and all that yeah. and yeah. just like seeing all this stuff on social media and i'm just like dude like if this is what christianity has turned into i don't want it and so I yeah i just yeah i was like Okay, I think I'm gonna just be an agnostic, cause like I can't, I can't in good conscience call myself a Christian if and I'm seeing this stuff. Like it's just, it's not, it's it's not good. Like none of it is good. This is not what Christianity is, or at least that's not not what it's supposed to be.
1: You know, wow. Um, and that kind of made me think of like two things would you say that like you because I make the distinction now like I I think that people that actually do the work of like Jesus quote-unquote I just call them Christ followers and then the ones that are like toxic and weird they that they kind of get lumped in with Christians and evangelicals but like a Christ follower I make the distinction would you say that like would you say that you're still a Christ follower or like that you follow the teachings of Jesus or like what are your thoughts on Jesus? (laughs)
0: my thoughts on jesus oh my gosh i have so many thoughts on jesus um mostly from the fact that i do not follow white jesus that's for damn sure that's for okay all right it's like white jesus i'm like who white jesus who so uh,
1: (laughs) from the middle east are you kidding me
0: yeah but yeah it's like white jesus i'm like "Eh, i don't know about white jesus uh i don't think i like him too much yes i'm like i just because it's just like and yeah it's like the and yeah because like the the imagery like they have in the stained glass and all that i'm just like that's that's a white jesus like why is he white and so (laughs) exactly why 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 would i be putting why would i be worshiping
1: something that's not even me over you know over some something that more represents me that it it doesn't really make sense
0: i'm like it kind of feels like I hate to say this but like a form of like slavery in a sense
1: oh it's the 100 percent. it is like Like, yeah deference to your white master literally
0: it's kind of like that i was like and i kind of got that vibe and then it was just like and but it also but also uh thinking of black jesus i was like when i i was i was kind of thinking about this like from i was like um you know the crucifixion story, and how Jesus was murdered. What in his thirties, I believe. Sure. Yeah. Or that's what that's theorized that he yeah, was thirty yeah. um, when he was when he was on the cross, and um, and of course, like thinking thinking about Jesus as a black man being murdered by the Roman state by the Roman government, I was like, yo, like, and 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 like, but taking that into account. And uh, and evangelicals, like, believing that to be good news because, you know, like, they, like, you know, we're sinners and all that. And Jesus took all of our sin, like yes. that type of thing. Uh, yeah. Because Jesus, you know, had to die and it mm-hmm. was part of God's plan. And I'm just, but I'm thinking about that. Jesus being a black man and being murdered by the Roman government—it's also not right. It's also like, right. I'm just real, like, that's also not good. I'm like, this is not good news. What makes y'all think this is good news? Like, wow. Like, and so I never it thought of really, it like that. It really, yeah, it hit me one y'all, day. I was like, this y- doesn't sound good either.
1: You <laughs> y'all want a black man to be to be um, snuffed out just like they snuffed out George Floyd? Because that's essentially what it was. It's yeah. like it was like yeah. the the modern george floyd was like the modern day crucifixion basically that's not good either a black man having to die for for everyone that's also not good like you guys there has to be a different story i just i don't think just think about it austin like do you do we really think that we have an explanation for where we came from what the heck this is and where we're going i no because.
2: You know? Literally,
1: our brains probably can't even fathom the fact that like, where did we come from? like where Where did the first cell start? Where did it even come from? Like that's what I identify now as like an agnostic panentheist because I think that I think that um the divine is within the universe, but I think it's also outside of time and space. That's the only way that I can conceptualize. But for me it's fun it's fun to think of of God as water, because I feel like that is better for my small brain. <laughs> no, no, but I think like <laughs> what's what's really divine that I can touch that really does sustain my life in a real way? Water does. So for me, if I if someone was like, What do you believe in? I'd say God is water. That that if I had to sum up in one in three words, God is water but i think it's definitely bigger than that but it's just easier to think about that and it's it's closer which but at the same time i think that everyone believes kind of what they need to believe because again anything that we come up with is just just pales in comparison to whatever the truth really is you know what i mean like if you really think about how the heck did we get here and what happens when we die like it's it's too big for any book. So again, no one can like literally. I had a coworker of mine, who was also homeschooled, and you know a very very nice, very nice um, young man. But he was trying to proselytize to me, like, and it got to the point where I was like, it is foolish to believe that there's only one way. And I didn't call him a fool, and I'm not calling a Christian a fool. I'm not saying that. I'm not calling anyone a fool. I'm saying it's foolish to think that your way is the only way and that you your conceptualization of the divine is the only way that can bring sustenance to a life it's just it doesn't make sense because nothing else in the world functions that way you eat differently than i do we you know we have different jobs different eye color different hair texture different live in different parts of the world nowhere in in the world is it is anyone like there's no one way to be in any in any aspect of life. you know what I mean? Right? So why would religion be any different? So the argument breaks down every time.
0: And that's like what kind of gets me uh, with like with uh, or that's like the one thing that kind of makes me like uh, so curious or not curious, but more like um, fascinated, with uh with like uh with people who are uh, lgbtq um it's like they're not there's they especially people who are non-binary it's like they're they don't have like a one-way type thing you know
1: <laughs> sure exactly. exactly like they're very
0: like they're very like they're very just like you know they're out there they're here they're not going anywhere and like And they exist, like they're and they're people too. And it's like they're, and they're uh, how they live and how they uh, uh, they just they, I mean they're just like us. They want to exist. They want to simply exist like everybody else does. Um, And yet you've got all these laws being made right now in different states that are telling people to detransition and. Things like that and i'm just like what like how they're not going to like <laughs> like exactly like they what's the transition i mean a, the word transition i mean they're transitioning like you know oh, yeah, <laughs> like, no going back they don't go back like it's say like, and everybody oh my gosh all right this oh my gosh i saw this um this one uh uh this one i think it was a podcast uh yeah it was a podcast uh I think it's like we are we we are man enough or whatever the, the podcast. I don't know if you've heard of them. No, never heard um, of it. But there was a woman um on there and I and I don't want to misgender them. I think they were either either a woman or they were trans woman. Okay. But she was saying, it was a black woman. She was okay. saying that everyone is trans. And I was like Wait,
1: wait what? Wait, me. (laughs) I want to learn.
0: It means like, it means like everyone's in transition. That's all it means. Whoa. Like, yeah. And so she's like, everybody is trans. I was like, I know. I saw this. uh, I think it was like maybe twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, maybe. And I just never really like. I mean, I forgot how like mind blowing it was. And then I just saw it recently. I saw that same video recently. I was like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yes. It's the same as saying that we're all in drag. Because, yes, we are all all in drag. We're all performing this gender. We're all pre- trying to conform. You
0: know? God, I love this conversation. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I know, right? Man. It's a good stuff. It's a good stuff. It is good stuff. It's awesome. It's like, and this is like, like this is the type of freedom like Christians or evangelicals or people who are stuck in that kind of like system, they will never experience.
1: Uh, I was just and I when I was jotting down some notes, I literally was thinking about that. I was cause you had mentioned like what are some things that you keep and what's like maybe what are some things that you like have moved away from. Like I love gospel music because it's pretty much R and B, right? <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. But yeah. I just replace, you know, Jesus plus or minus God I replace it with something else or it's about the feeling it's about the emotion it's not really about whatever you want to call this deity in your language you know what I mean it's about the feeling of being spiritual and like the things that I've definitely like put away are like small-minded thinking and just like not being able to be inspired by the experience of living literally you're so these when I was a Christian I was so afraid of just I didn't even know what it was to like just live my life not and not judge myself for just being a human being and making mistakes like it's so crazy like I would have gone through a lot less strife and struggle if I would have been told hey you're human you're worthy I wasn't told those things I was told I was wretched and gross and so then what did I do I behaved as someone who believed that they were wretched and gross and so And i can see people in my life close people to me that because they still live within a dogma within a system that negates the body and negates the spirit like that they are still physically spiritually and sexually broken so it's it's a freedom that again if you don't dare to think you don't like let go of that fear of hell. I I, I oh, had to let man. go of the fear of hell. That's I had a to tough let go one, that. though. That that one, I, I, again, I always go back to this because I'm a science person, but I'm also a spiritual person, right? I'm both. If if God exists, and again, God is just a generic term that we use as Westerners, right? Right. If God exists and God knows the life that I've led and the experiences that I've had, and punishes me for coming to the reasonable conclusion that anyone with a you know a neurologically sound brain would come to um if they punish me for coming to that conclusion that God is evil. And I guess I have to accept whatever punishment this evil God wants to give me. So but I I, I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I don't believe that God would see how my life was and be like, oh. You know, she should have stayed a Christian, even though all the Christians in her life showed her, um, not all, but the majority showed her prejudice and pain and abuse. She should have still been a Christian. I'm going to punish her ass. Yeah, right. I don't believe that. So that, that's what gives me um, uh, peace of mind. I have peace on that now. And mm-hmm. also, I mean, to, I don't think I've ever really talked about this in a podcast before, but I had a psychedelic experience. like a vision quest experience where my consciousness pretty much exploded and i thought that i i thought my consciousness died and i was and i literally was i was frozen and like it was was kind of like falling asleep but in a way that like where you're frozen almost like sleep paralysis kind of Mm -hmm. but i was like well god you know spirit of the universe divine whatever you know if you're if you're if you're going to punish me and end me now, yeah, go ahead and end me now. I accept it. I accepted it. And guess what? I woke up. (laughs) So, so I already faced that fear of my, my consciousness exploding and dissipating. So if that's what the end is, that's what the end is. And again, if a God would punish me for, 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 for coming to the conclusion that I need to worship nature or, I need to revere nature which is actually what sustains me physically then uh again that's an evil that's a very evil being very evil and i don't think that the divine is evil i I think it's something that is more than i could ever fathom
0: i think honestly the divine yeah it's some it's not just something (laughs) excuse me i don't think it's just something like you know like like i used to yeah i'm mean with like Christ, with uh, christianity they believe like you know god to be a being whereas uh, like and a man too uh, which is right. yeah being, right which is yeah only um, a man only, right. only a man only need a man Can't for be life. a it doesn't
2: make sense
0: jesus god holy spirit to all men all um, men but if you really think about it um, if you read if you which i've thought about this uh, uh, from like i think in proverbs um, the Holy Spirit is actually a a woman, because. Oh, uh, uh, I think I've heard this before. Actually, yeah. You probably have. Um, have. Uh, yeah, because like you know, because like, uh, wisdom uh, is uh, like the is like personified as a woman in pro- in the proverbs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Wow. So literally, even w- that's in the actual Bible that people claim to know. But it's definitely not being taught that way. It's being the narratives being spun very easily to to, to fit a certain narrative, to control certain types of people. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
1: God forbid a a woman thinks that they have some kind of spiritual agency, you know, then then who can control her then? (laughs) If she thinks that she can control her own spirituality.
0: Yeah, I would say God is definitely a, a God is definitely a woman. <laughs>
1: if it would be anything because think about
0: God you. God could be non binary for, all, I know, for, for all we know.
1: For all we know for all we know. For all we know. So it's like I mean, why would only men man be divine? Why would only women be divine? Like it just it's and why well why does the divine why do we even think that it has a gender? That's even
0: Ex- yeah it's even silly
1: to think that, that it really yeah. has a gender. Yeah so it's just Whenever people would talk to me about, like, literally, when I was mentioning to um, that coworker, when I mentioned to him that uh, I, like, like I said, if God were to punish me for coming to this conclusion, then I accept that. He said, "Wow, that's a scary way to live." He's he was very he's very young. He's I think just eighteen. Oh, he's like that's yeah. a scary, and he, he had this sadness in his eyes. I'm like, you know what that sadness is? It's his fear he's, he's afraid still. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm not afraid, but he's still afraid. And that's why it's a, he, and he, you know what he said to me? He said, I, I'd rather do the, I'd rather do the simple, the simple thing than to do the hard thing. Essentially is what he said. And I was like, so you'd rather do, you'd rather still believe in a religion, not because you think it's true, but because it's the simple and easier thing to do. That's, Not to me, someone that's done a searching and like fearless inventory. You know what I mean? Like that—that's that's a a young person that I was once. I don't blame. I don't blame that kid. He's a good kid, and his parents have really taught him a lot. And like, they've they've raised a respectful kid, but they've raised a kid to think that there's only one perspective, and that's just not even reality. Right. Um, So, I, I. and like i said some people they do stay in the religion of their youth maybe they change some some things about it and again I, I i told that kid too i was like again i can see the appeal of jesus but again jesus and i told my aunt too today i was like jesus if jesus exists this deity the sky daddy exists sky
2: she daddy, sky daddy. <laughs> Sounds
1: a little kinky but um <laughs> Uh, sky daddy sky daddy. zaddy sky, zaddy. sky um, zaddy
0: is the baddie, baddie.
1: <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is a baddie you need that shirt but um uh, <laughs> essentially like he like he he is there's an appeal there I can understand why someone would want to stay in that religion but like like my again Jesus will understand if if he really exists, he will understand so but yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's
0: it's crazy. You know, I found, I actually discovered this pretty recently too. Um, it was actually, I was just like, and I remember I had a, <laughs> there was this band, this Christian band I used to listen to. I can't listen. I don't listen to them anymore. Sure. Uh, they're called uh, Cutlass. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I don't think so. Uh, they're a Christian rock group. They're kind of like uh, Skillet um they're like that arena like that um that genre of music christian rock um so they have one song that really i remember and i don't know why because that it was this was like a few weeks ago maybe a yeah a couple weeks ago i was just i was at i was at my job and i was just like working and all of a sudden like one of their songs pops into my head but the um, the the chorus. This is like the chorus of the song. Is um, uh, I am not what you see. I'm I'm um, I'm nothing more than a slave that I wish to be, and uh, I am not what you see. Nothing more than a slave I will be, or nothing nothing more than a slave I should be. Nothing more than a slave I will be. Uh, and I was just like, I'm like, why am I singing this? And then like. I, wow. look up, I look up the lyrics and I was just like, ooh, like, and, and keep in mind, like, I had heard this song some years ago, and at first when I heard it, I was like, eh, you know, okay, but then it was like, I, then I just kind of like, normally when I listen to songs, I listen to like the music, the beat, whatever. Of course. I don't normally listen to the words until like maybe a little bit later. Of course. Which, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's just kind of how people. I am but yeah. um but then yeah it's like you know you don't know what they're saying when there's when they're singing stuff or when they're rapping stuff it's and hard so, to hear intentional yeah. sometimes they obscure the lyrics right and so then i um yeah so recently i like looked up the lyrics of that song and i was just like oh shit like uh-uh. <laughs> and so and um yeah and just kind of like the thinking about, like, uh, yeah slavery and then how uh you know with like slavery like that's like being like you're when you're a slave or when you're enslaved you're you're owned you're you're possessed you're a property and so and that's why like it like really hit me i was just like oh my god like when i heard that when i heard those those lyrics you're ingesting that yeah i was just like oh god like this is this is terrible like so i like i didn't listen to it again after hearing it I was but i was just like wait i gotta make sure i'm not crazy here i'm like did i let me make sure here and i was like all right let me look the definition up for slavery wow. and i was like oh no this is bad <laughs>
1: like i'm not listening to this wow you had to look up the definition of slavery no oh, yeah because you had to make sure that like there is not some other alternative explanation
0: yeah i was just like let me let me do this real quick make sure i'm like uh, yeah because and that's like the crazy thing too is like a lot of um uh especially in uh evangelical churches or churches in general when um they're reading passages they read passages from like the old testament or the new testament like there there's a lot of talk about possession about being gods like you're god's like chosen like person you're you're his and you know and like but it's like almost like a it's like i'm really like and of course like and then there was um then there's also the uh, verse from i think romans talking about how like you're either a slave to sin or you're a slave to righteousness
1: i don't want to be a slave to anything exactly how about thank, that? You. How about thank you. you thank
0: you thank you you know
1: like have got the, have, yeah how about that catch my sight um but like like Talk about needing to guard guard your heart, and I'm 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 pretty sure that's a that's a Christian phrase. Or it
0: like is a Christian that, phrase, right? Like,
1: like but it, I mean, it, again, it applies. But it still it's,
0: resonates.
1: It still resonates. Like, the, the thing is, I can t- I can glean a message from most places, right? And that's the beauty of being someone who's like spiritual but not like explicitly religious. That you can gain a message because you're open to the experience of gaining a message. Right. Look what
2: like
1: what the heck like, i don't i don't want to be told that i'm a slave uh i don't want I, I don't affirm that i don't own that i don't claim that why would i want to right you know, and, and it's it's perfect for slave making that's that's why they used it
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean oh. they didn't they like try to like assimilate people and whatnot sure. and like they, they, get people they, to be civilized and
1: whatnot. they stole the native americans away to indoctrinate them
0: and also genocide was a thing too Yes,
1: yeah, genocide among, was justified
0: yeah yeah so
1: so it's, it's it's these are dangerous messages that people are just again when i was remember when i was in that church and like of course i'm looking at things with a different lens now um that i've deconstructed and that i'm not a christian anymore and i'm i'm like the pastor was saying so many hateful things and everyone was just like say that yes pastor and this this congregation's half black and brown mm. and he's literally saying things against their people and i was like am i the only one hearing this like but they because they're so used to being fed that those messages like they they did not know the damage and like the danger of what was being told to them right so Yeah, we have to like listen and and be more intentional. And again, you learn that discretion when you leave, (laughs) you know, Um, where I guess it sounds like when you heard that, like you you were at the point where you're like, I can't justify this anymore. Right.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Uh, yeah, you get to that point where you just can't justify.
0: Yeah, it's like
1: the toxic beliefs.
0: Right. Exactly like no i need to get up out of here this is not not for me and it's like and it's like for the people who want to like believe if you're a slave you're a slave to sin you're a slave to righteousness they can believe that for themselves but i'm not going y- y- to do that I'm
2: like not doing they,
0: that. yeah it's like y'all can do that but not me i'm not and and you end up and you ain't gonna be preaching that to me any other time no. <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> not going to be tithing you so I can continue to hear these messages
0: that are harming me. Right. That are like literally physically harming me as well as mentally. Oh. like, Because the body keeps the score. The
1: bo- okay, exactly. Which is on my, my reading list. I have so many books in my reading list. Will, will I read them all before I die? I hope so. I need to be <laughs> more intentional and serious about that.
0: Same. I've got so many books so I need so to read to- too. And just to so make much. it count
1: just yeah. to expand your mind
0: you know oh yeah definitely i mean i'm currently reading a book right now on uh on sojourner truth oh wow that's her cool. life yeah it's a lot there's a lot of stuff that's awesome
2: yeah,
0: yeah. But there's also like additional stuff in there that's i mean not pertaining to her but uh yeah. um, but it's like really yeah it it goes in depth so I'm but it's like I bought this book like some years ago. Yes. Like when I was still attending church and wow. I've like just barely gotten through like the beginning of it. <laughs> like not you even in the middle. Really ready. It's you because of ready my, yeah, it's like now I'm like, yo, I need to read this book. Um but yeah. I love when, that. When when did you uh when was like okay, I guess I can ask when like, when did you decide to no longer call yourself a Christian and call yourself an agnostic?
1: Ah, okay. Well, the thing is, I, I used to think that agnostic was not a word that, like, could describe me. Um, just because I thought that to be an agnostic, you didn't believe in God at all. Like, I guess I was confused as to what an agnostic is. Cause, but now I know that, like, you can be an agnostic theist or an agnostic agnostic um atheist. Pantheist or pan entheist you can be yeah you know you can be an agnostic atheist
0: yeah
1: um i didn't really realize i would say this year is when i started identifying as an agnostic pan entheist or like a an agnostic henotheist or agnostic theist which is essentially just like i cannot say with 100 certainty anything because i know that i'm not and i don't have that mental capacity to understand the universe but I do believe that there is a divine spirit within the world, in the universe that is imbued in it, but maybe also exists outside of it and outside of the time space continuum. So that's why I would say I'm a panentheist, but I do choose to anthropomorphize the idea of the divine using water motifs, like motifs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So when I, when I'm praying or when I'm, uh, uh, just worshiping, or you know, whatever. Like when I'm giving things, like I do, I give things to the water, and like, like I have like the water deities, like the storm deities, like on my altar. Like I call on those, but like that, and that's been like, I would say that I identify like as a water witch, mm-hmm. um, a sea a sea witch, and I've I've been identifying that way since 2015, 2016. And that's like the most comfortable, I think, like a sea witch is like the most comfortable way for me to identify myself. Um, But I'd say I, yeah, I stopped stopped being a Christian, I would say 2015. Like that's when I was like, after I got stopped by the cops myself. um, There was a man in my, near where I live in in West Palm Beach that he was murdered. He was on his way home from um, a drum session and he his his car broke down and undercover cop killed him in cold blood and tried to lie about it oh my god I, and then when I was I mean I was so sad over those things like I was really depressed um Corey Jones is his name uh and and I remember Philando Castile's murder was around that time too oh
0: my gosh I yeah. remember that too yeah
1: and I I mean they're all they're all horrible Anytime a person's wrongfully murdered it's terrible um but the the fact that I had, I was crying and I was in the middle of school and a very rigorous program. I was alone in a city that um, I had no, I had barely any friends, no family. Um, and the Christians that I knew did not give a shit about that stuff. And so therefore they don't give a shit about me. So I was like, there's no way, again, there's no way that whatever they believe coincides with anything that, that will resonate. And that's going going to affirm me. And that's when it, kind of just spiraled, yeah. spiraled into control as opposed to spiraling out of control. Right, Spir- Spiraled into truth and into like, self, like self-knowledge like and um, self-affirmation and agency. That's when it did.
0: Huh. Wow. I mean, because for me, that did not happen. It was more like out of control, <laughs> like almost losing my mind. Well, especially when it came to deconstruction, I was just like, "What the fuck is happening to me?" Yeah. Mm, so it
2: felt, it
1: felt kind of like, and maybe you know, a hindsight's twenty twenty. Like maybe it did, but it felt like it was a natural. Everything felt natural. I guess that's what I mean. And not saying like, "Oh, my deconstruction journey was perfect." No, I struggled a lot. Like I don't talk about it much when I talk on podcasts, but like I struggled a lot with like re- my relationships were toxic. Because I didn't know who I was. And I thought that I could deserve like any treatment from any person, like whether it be in a friendship or in a romantic relationship. So I struggled a lot more in that department. But once I, here's the thing, I struggled a lot with relationships and codependence and like love addiction. I struggled with all of that. But once I had someone tell me that like God is what, God is not what they tell you God is. God is the relationship (laughs) that you have with like the divine. Once I started to understand that, that's when I was able to get healthy. Like I wouldn't have, and that's why it felt natural. Like once I changed my conceptualization of God, that's when I started to get healthier. So it, that felt natural. But I did I struggle? Did I was there a lot of out of control stuff, crazy stuff? Like I'm going back through my journal and I'm like, I can't even believe this stuff happened. Like who was this person? Like I sound crazy. But oh the yeah, fact that, the fact that I'm reading this back years later i'm like this did happen and that's how crazy it was because the way i was taught christianity it doesn't lead to a person being attuned to themselves and to their feelings and to their desires it leaves them vulnerable and open to narcissists
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's kind of funny you say you went back to like your, your your journals and stuff i did the same thing recently yeah. and i was just like holy shit like like, yeah, like I remember there was like one I remember I was like there was one, like some notes. I, I remember I was like flipping through some notes and I was just like, holy shit. Like it looked like it looked like a freaking algebra equation. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, what the hell is this <laughs> trying
1: to figure this out? Because it's discombobulated. Right. Okay? The it's calculation like,
0: does not compute. I'm like, what? This is not mathing. Like, what the hell the is math, this? The math is not mathing. The math is not mathing at all. Yeah. And so and I, yeah, I remember like I was I was just like doing I was just going back through some of the notes and some of the poetry I went I uh, written too, because I started writing poetry in twenty seventeen, and I was still going to church at that time, and right. I remember trying and I and I actually there are some like poems some uh, religious poems that I still fuck with I still like I read like a couple of them almost like okay those aren't too bad, but like the rest of them, I'm like, damn, like this sounds like some like white pastor or something like that, you know?
1: <laughs> wow, wow. Like, and, yeah, I was wondering like, what would you say um, were the, like, cause I'm, I'm going, I, I couldn't for a while look back at that journal. And I think sometimes you need time to look back at that at a certain period in your life that was difficult. But now that I'm ready to look back, I have enough distance, I, I, I see that there are certain themes just wondering, like, what were the themes of your poetry from back in those, like, kind of the, on the cusp of your, of your deconstruction and, like, during the, the the most tumultuous times of your deconstruction? Like, what what were some of the themes if you if you thought about that? I'm just wondering.
2: The I'm still trying to find out. I'm I'm
1: still trying to figure that out myself. Like, like, what what were you writing about? Like, what what was the general gist of like your sentiments at the time?
0: Well, mostly it like i was writing poetry um well i tried writing poetry like and the poetry thing actually goes way back to like when i was like pretty much a kid yeah. uh because i had been writing po i've been reading poetry from other uh authors and uh, other uh poets and whatnot uh i would go to the library and like go look at like poetry books and shit In um 2017? uh no 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 uh when i was a kid okay. um So this the poetry thing has like kind of always been a thing. I just never could write it uh, because I just didn't know how to. Um, And I was just kind of like, and then when I did try to attempt it, it all it just turned out shitty. So I gave up on it. But I would still go to like, but every now and then I would like go and uh, just write stuff. And uh, but again, it never really turned out the way I wanted it to because I didn't know how to express myself. Um, But so, anyway, fast forward to 2017. A lot of it, a lot of the poetry I had started writing, it mostly dealt with like depression. A lot of like, and most, because I mean, I'd struggled with depression pretty much ever since I was a kid. And so I had finally, and just because you're a Christian, I mean, doesn't automatically mean like you're a cure to your depression or. Things like that. I hate that when Christians are, just because you Je- when you have Jesus in your life, everything changes. It's like, that's, no, that's no, bullshit. that is a it's lie. Bullshit. That is a spiritual, crock It's of called shit. Spiritual,
1: spiritual bypassing. It's spiritual bypassing,
0: yeah, that's crock right. Yeah, spiritual, crock yeah, crock of shit. And I'm just like, because I remember, like, there were times where I was a Christian and I'd be like, yo, why the fuck am I so damn depressed? And why are there times where I feel like, where I'm thinking about, like, unaliving myself? Yep. like and it was just like and yeah that was always like the most like those were like that would just like vex me because it's like because I would always hear certain people say like like be happy you got Jesus man or you know something like that oh or some gosh. some crazy bypassing shit like that yeah so um, most of the most of the poems I did write were uh, were mostly dark <laughs> were mostly dark poems sure. and then and then some of them were uh, more of the like pra- quote-unquote praise poetry as yes. i would call yes. it or Christ- yeah. christian poetry yeah um which again some of them i still i uh uh some of them i still like do uh i do uh read and actually like yeah. Um, because
2: the but, feeling's still there.
0: Yeah, like there's a
2: there's uh the, yeah there's like moments sentimental, you know. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, like emotions uh, there. yeah, and it's like the, and I, and I have, I've had quote unquote, spiritual experiences myself. I mean, it's like yes. I'm a very, I'm an empathic person, so I'm yes. like I'm prone to feeling shit, all the time. Yeah, and same. Um, same, so I um, I remember having an ex- a spiritual experience after a family emergency uh, back in 2012 and um, and, and uh, I remember just like feeling alive for like the first time Whoa. <laughs> and because you know depression just you just feel like you're sad and dead all the time so but that um and i just but that and of course at that time in 2012 i was almost out of high school and i was like having emotional issues i because yeah, i was like struggling like emotionally with things i was so i was trying to figure all that out and i was also yeah. going to this thing at school um at my high school they had a it was called Duncan Devotionals, which is a, a Christian uh, thing. It was like a Christian thing where someone would go up, speak for like five, ten minutes about Jesus, and then you get up, get your donuts, and socialize until class started. So So you could only get a donut if you talked? No, no, no. Oh. Anybody anybody could get donuts and juice. And so I was
1: gonna, I was gonna say, <laughs> Hey, that's 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 messed up, man. That would
0: be it's like that would be messed up if that were the case. And so I'd be like, nah, bro Are you kidding me? So, That's just wrong. It's just wrong. That's wrong in the name of Jesus. And so yeah, anyway. Real. Jesus
1: would not co-sign.
0: Jesus would not approve. Oh, my gosh. Thou shalt everyone get donuts.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I can get behind that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That would be like the, what, the 11th commandment or some shit? Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. i become a
0: believer again for that. I would would definitely rededicate my life. (laughs) But anyway, so, and I've had multiple, and ever since that, like, 2012 experience, I mean, not a lot of people would, and I always felt, like, really weird telling people, like, other people, especially people who weren't believers about, My supernatural or my supernatural encounter or whatever, because it's just weird, and yeah. it's like, and it's not something that everyone uh, experiences, and um,
1: not everyone can receive that,
0: right? And I've like, learned that recently. Yeah, it's like not everybody's gonna like be like, oh, like that's awesome, like you know. It's like oh, like somebody's just gonna look at you weird, you know? And so I'm just like, you're gonna think you're freaking weird, like right, yeah, like mad time. weird, yeah, and so. I was just like, uh, and I always felt like off too, especially when it when I have when I was a Christian and telling people about Jesus and like evangelizing. Like it just sounds so, it just feels so unnatural to do that. Like un like just really yeah, just really unnatural. Yes. And I mean, but I guess that's how it's supposed to be because you're you're going outside of yourself and you're reaching out to other people and telling people about the good news and
1: things like that. That's what they want you to think it is. Right. right. It's actually just religiously abusive, but that's what they want you to think. Yeah.
0: And I just, but anyway, I was, I've, I was just saying that I've had other like, like spiritual, like type things, like encounters. Sure. I've had like the really crazy ass nightmares and shit, but those like were happening when I was, Uh, still in church and like believing all the toxic shit and especially a lot of like demonic dreams. Those are horrible. I remember. No, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That that thing affected me big time. Um, On a more psychological level. Um, But, um, but like the spiritual experiences I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like exorcisms and shit. I'm talking, I just like, (laughs) I would have like moments where like, I would be like, Looking up at the stars or like walking through nature and just feeling at peace, like those are the type of spiritual experiences I'm talking about that I would have. and I still have those. like every time I go out and like walk in nature, I'm just like, and I'm and I'm listening to music, like that's my happy place. Like that's like that's nature is fucking healing it's, it,
1: nature's nature' my church. that's what I say. and it's a drug. Dramatic- it's, a, it's, it's, it's nature's my drug. It's my medicine. It's my, it's yeah, definitely my happy place. Um, I, you know, you talked about this. It kind of made me wonder, like, do you think that like you're, and this is kind of a little bit of a segue, but do you, or tangent maybe, do you think that a person that is open to spiritual experiences is better off with a partner that also, um, has spiritual experiences and that kind of like gets that or do you think it doesn't matter when it comes to like romantic relationships like are you in a relationship
0: (laughs) no
2: (laughs) yeah
1: well yeah i I recently got married and like my partner is i would say an agnostic atheist
2: yeah right Mm -hmm. so they're
1: they're not talking about like too many spiritual things but they're also not negating the fact that there might be a higher power but they're not they're not going to be placing a deity onto it or necessarily praying, but they're gonna have faith that there's something greater than themselves. That's that's the the gist of what his beliefs are. But like sometimes when I talk about some spiritual things, like I I feel like maybe it's not as well understood or like he thinks I'm maybe crazy (laughs) or, but even though like he's known this for a long time about my beliefs, but I wonder like, to be spiritually happy, do you need to have a partner that also understands spiritualism, understands spiritual experiences, and, like, is open to, like, has their third eye open, so to speak, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if you have any thoughts on that as someone who's, who is deconstructed to this point that you're at.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Um... Current dilemma, current situation. Hmm... I don't know i mean i I think it really depends on the person really like and who you yeah. like who you're with really i uh I mean maybe it would help, but honestly, I can't really say much on that one
1: hmm, and maybe it's like the place that you are in your life like maybe you Maybe the lessons that you need to learn don't require your partner to be also. Maybe part part of your learning experience is like dealing with someone who's your partner who doesn't share your same beliefs. Maybe that's a lesson that I have to learn in this life. I don't know. Like I'd be thinking, I'd be thinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess like to a point. Like I and that's something I've like thinking. I've been. I was like thinking about. Like I was like I don't. Like I wouldn't want to date. Someone, unless they were a progressive Christian and they believe Black Lives Matter and that, and they believe in like gay marriage and like anybody can marry and things like like, unless they believe in all that, like, I wouldn't want to date and or uh, be life partners with someone who is a Christian. Like, um, just I have like, yeah, with that I'm just like, unless they're progressive, maybe even progressive but Mm -hmm. even like progressive christians like they've got they've got their own like form they've got like their stuff too and i'm just like i don't know about that so like my i mean yeah i would want to like be with someone who like is probably like spiritual yes but like not like religious i guess
1: exactly exactly which I'm sometimes so thankful for the fact that my partner is like, my husband, husband is not religious. It's, it, it's helpful because I don't think I could survive with two of us having religious trauma at the same time. But, <laughs> like, I think That would be, that would be a lot. And like, at least I have a, another person to act as a, as a foil, you know, sometimes like he did not grow up religious. So sometimes his perspective is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have he doesn't have that same religious baggage, but you know, yeah, he doesn't. But I think he's he's learning more. Like, he- here's the thing: I think a spiritual life is one where you expect that there there are challenges, but like that these challenges will give you the tools that you need to advance in your life. I think that's what really that if I had to nail down what being spiritual is, I think that's what it is. Like for me. At least.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like, like that's being
2: perspective.
0: being uh <laughs> what's that uh what's that a uh, quote? Uh we're uh we're not uh we're not uh uh human beings on a spiritual journey, we are spiritual journey we're spiritual beings uh we're spiritual uh beings on a human journey or something like that. I'm always like I am a
1: spiritual being living a human experience or something to that effect.
0: Something like that. That's the quote. I'm trying to remember. I think that might be the quote. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just Um, a,
1: a, yeah. Spiritual being, living a human experience. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah.
0: All right. Michelle, Michelle. All right. Uh, I guess my last thing before we wrap up here would be, would you want to tell anybody that is, Uh, thinking about leaving their religious system, church system, or thinking about leaving religion altogether. Yeah. What would would you want to tell the world is what I'm asking.
1: (laughs) Well, and I I probably always say this, like whenever someone asks me this, but I think I, I spent a lot of time understanding that I was uncomfortable, but not doing anything about it. And so I don't want, I hope that, like, it's so good now that there exist, there there are podcasts, there is IG, there's TikTok, there's all these, like, avenues for people to expand their minds. But I think if you're doubting, even though you grew up in a religion that really taught you not to know yourself, if you're doubting, that's worth exploring.
2: Mm.
1: And um, the sooner that you leave, the better you'll be, because you'll waste less time and you don't wanna like be going through more and more like damaging experiences for way longer than you need to. Like I like I said, when I'm looking back at this journal as I'm trying to write this memoir, I'm like, if, if someone would have told me, if I had parents, someone that would have been like, hey, just like, just held me with softness, but firmness and said, hey, like you're beautiful as you are, like you're divinely made you can believe what you what you want like you you deserve to be edified like you're worthy like if someone would have told me that, like I wouldn't have had to go go through like all of these experiences where I was like treated like trash and like <laughs> suffered and like was deferred I wouldn't have gone through all those things so like the if you're doubt if you have an inkling of doubt like explore that doubt like there's a reason why you're you're feeling that way there is maybe christians call it the holy spirit it doesn't really matter what semantics you use but there is a um a discernment inside but you but you have to it's like a muscle you have to work that muscle and i i don't think like religions that teach you that there's only an exclusive way to think that doesn't help you work the muscle it helps you it makes it weak it kills it so you need to work that muscle you need to expand your horizons, do some research and do it. Yeah, it might be scary, but you have to do it because your well-being like depends on it. So just explore and don't suffer for longer than you have to. That's what I would say.
0: Awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome, Kat.
2: Yeah.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because it's the truth. I mean, I sincerely, that's the only reason why like probably everyone's so sick of me talking about this stuff all the time. Like I'm pretty sure a lot of people have like left my Instagram because like my Instagram is like, it's, it's under, it's under my pseudonym. But like it has, it has part of my real name on there. It has pictures of me. Like it's, it's semi-anonymous. It's like not fully anonymous, Um, but it's like, I'm sure a lot of people are like, why is she still talking about this stuff? this stuff all the time because it's important and if you don't want to hear it then yes please leave because I'm not going to stop talking about it until the day I die like this is so important because it like literally saved my life to 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 know that I could think differently and I didn't have to follow these 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 rules that are meant to literally destroy the spirits of people like me (laughs) they're meant like literally these rules are meant to harm us so yeah, I'm going to keep on talking about it. And if one person can get something out of what I say, then it's worth it. It's worth annoying everyone else if one person gets something out of it.
2: And Hi, my, and
0: hallelujah. My stories, <laughs> hallelujah.
1: You know, say that.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Yeah,
0: yes. yes, sir.
1: Yes, <laughs> sir. sounded so Southern. I
0: know.
1: Um, but yeah, so yeah, for sure. For sure. but yeah this has been a good conversation
0: oh this is wonderful thank you for coming on here
1: for sure for sure thank you for having me and i look forward to listening to some more of the other podcasts like some more of the other episodes
0: yeah they're they're pretty interesting too yeah yeah. there's like two there's like three two or three people i know in person that actually were part of my uh, church i went to uh that um uh, they um like one of them left one of them kind of still goes there um but um yeah no uh, yeah they're all different conversations like and it's all it's awesome and then the rest of them are people from like ig so yeah
1: of course of course definitely. yeah for sure well yes i will definitely check them out yeah yeah because it's an it's an important conversation
0: yeah well thank you and yeah thank you for coming on here
1: you got it you got it um do i just press the leave recording
0: no no i'll i'll do that um
1: like there you
0: <laughs> thanks again for coming on here and i hope for you sure. have a good night
1: all right you too for sure yeah. for sure yeah we'll talk about yeah. two hours day. all right have a good night okay
0: all right you too all right
1: we'll talk all right
0: bye bye thank you guys for listening to today's episode i hope you guys enjoyed it yeah there are going to be times where it kind of cuts out in between but overall i think you can kind of get the gist of what we're we're talking about um i really loved what Uh, what Kat said about uh, trusting your doubt because we're not meant to fit into one specific category of faith and take that as gospel or take that as truth. For other people that might work. That might be their niche, their their preference, their way of belief. But it's not for everyone. I'm really glad Kat got to come on here because uh, we'd actually been planning this for a while. We just we kept missing each other and I accidentally uh, uh, ended up uh, forgetting one day that we were supposed to record. But I'm glad we got to do that uh, today. But yeah. Again, thank you guys for listening. And remember, you are fearfully beautifully, wonderfully, and remarkably made. Okay, you guys take care. Until next time. Bye. Love y'all.